0: Good morning. Another week of Women in Real Estate Success series. And I am, we're heading all the way down to Newcastle today to this uh, incredible lady who I've actually known pre real estate uh, for many, many years. And I've watched her do Annette Pinkerton's journey through real estate. I would have to say she's one of the best, most efficient operators that I know and has crafted. Her business around her lifestyle, and I must say Annette you're looking absolutely stunning oh, and gorgeous. You. So, um, it's really great to have you here, and um, you know to catch up over the next twenty minutes or so. Mm.
1: Um,
0: so, you are you have your own business, a principal one yes. agency, yes. and you're located in Newcastle, New South yes. Wales. Yes. And so I'd love for you to share a little bit about your journey into real estate and uh, how that actually all happened for you. Okay. Well,
1: I guess I was a bit of a late starter into real estate. Um, and the main reason being is because I was a single mum with only a, a two and a three-year-old. And I just felt that it wasn't the right kind of business having to work night times and weekends and things like that. I had this preconceived idea that... Um, you know, with no support as well, that I wasn't able to do it. Um, but leading into real estate was some 20 years later, after the kids had left school and got jobs. And I was actually working in the newspaper industry. And I was actually selling advertising, working under Tom Panos, actually. Oh, really? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was my He was about three or four bosses up from me. Um, And I was working for the newspaper selling advertising to the real estate agents. And I was going into all of their sales meetings and talking to them about and teaching and training them how to market property, which just absolutely dumbfounded me at the time that Mm -hmm. they were so poor at it. And I had about 460 real estate agents that I would look after and train. And out of that many agents wow it was like because they kept on saying oh you'd be really good at real estate you should come and work with this you should come and work with this um, and I, I didn't at that time because I worked for the newspaper for a couple of years yeah. but um, out of the 460 I figured that there were probably only seven of them that I would actually give my property to to sell and I thought that was pretty poor odds so when newspapers were starting to decline and you know people were going for information online rather than reading newspapers and we were having some strife within the papers I decided that I needed to step sideways and I approached some real estate agencies and asked if I could come and work with them so that was my leap.
0: Wow wow Mm. and of course you had some um, experience in the industry and then you joined the one agency group about eight years ago
1: well, one agency actually came to the newspaper and, and their very first advertisement and how they they started one agency was actually on the Central Coast because um, that's where I was working at the time prior to coming back to Newcastle. And uh, so I knew Paul, Paul Davies right from, from the very beginning and uh, before he had the very first member in, in one agency. And here we are all this time later. Wow, and yeah. And, and i'm with the group amazing yeah.
0: and it's it's also a brand that's now in new zealand so it's quite and it, Fiji. You know. and yeah i saw that i saw that so we, you know we're um fortunate we do work with a number of one agency offices and have, um, one agency clients so it's a great brand and yeah it allows it's, a very, you-
1: it's a very striking brand and um, it just resonated with me yeah. um, and the way that they do business. It's not a franchise. It's not a an independent. It's what we call a network. And so it's a very supportive way to, mm. to get into the real estate industry because everything's already set up for you. Basically, you just, you know, start pressing buttons.
0: And, of course, it's a very, it's, um, in terms of the model, it, the model is very flexible and you're a solo yeah. operator. Mm-hmm tell us a bit um and i'm probably going off track here but i think this is really interesting because i think particularly in uh these days and times we do have a lot of flexibilities in terms of what model real estate do we want to go into Mm -hmm. and um a lot of people have the benefit of being mobile like you are you don't have to have an office front yep um it allows you i know that you work um And your team member is is a virtual team member, so offshore, Mm -hmm. um, that supports you to do what um, you need to do. And if you get a great um, offshore um, team member, as we have, um, they're absolutely invaluable to the team. Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. So tell us a bit about your business structure of of how you've worked, what your goals are, and what your future vision in your business is.
1: Okay, so the reason why the one agency model appealed to me so much was because i i'm a hard worker and i've i've got a lot of the skill sets to do everything across the board and i wanted that lifestyle balance i you know like when i was asked or headhunted to come to Newcastle from the Central Coast because I when I stepped into real estate it was actually on the Central Coast and and I had only been in the industry for six weeks when I got my first job offer (laughs) to come to Newcastle yeah Um, I, I actually started I'll just digress a little bit I actually started because nobody wanted to employ me out of all the people that I knew in real estate, nobody actually really? went to employ me. Yeah. yeah.
0: And did they give you a reason for that?
1: They didn't think that I would be able to fit in and they didn't think that I would be suitable for the industry, which I felt was, um, I just it's didn't understand. Yeah. yeah. So I actually um, approached one of the guys that I knew from being behind the scenes and talking to principals. I knew that he was Selling the uh, selling the business, and he had actually already organised a sale. His son was working in the business, so he let his son go on an overseas trip for three months, and uh, because that's how long the settlement period was going to be. And so I said to him, "I said, look, your son's away. He was doing the PA position. I said, let me do his position while he's away. And I said, you know, if things fall through." and the sale doesn't happen I said and he comes back into the position you can just push me on let me go Mm -hmm. and in my first month of being there supporting um, they only had two salespeople. one didn't want to work with me at all Um, he was a male and didn't like to work with females and the other was really helpful but basically she just she just let me go I had no training no nothing I mean my boss wasn't even in the office four days a week like he was only there for half a day on a Monday for our sales meeting and half a day on Tuesday for the property management meeting and other than that I never ever saw him and um although I I, I'm painting a bad picture he was really good and I'm very very grateful for the start so I just want to make that perfectly clear too but um when, when I got started, he, he pulled me into the office and he said, Annette, do you know what the 19th of August is? And I said, a Thursday? And he said, no, it's a day that you're going into sales because I'd actually facilitated 11 sales for that salesperson within my first month.
0: Wow.
1: And uh, so he said, no, you're going into sales now. And so in that first quarter of the company's awards, I'd actually uh, got a silver award. Within, you know, six weeks. Um, and then in the next quarter it was a gold award. And then the next quarter after that happened to be the end of the, the financial year. So that was the annual awards. And I'm just missed out on being Wookiee of the Year. Mm. Um, and and that was because I only worked nine months rather than 12 months. <laughs> and mm. the other thing that happened was that um I got into like what they call the Masters Club and uh, and I didn't know how big that was until people started telling me, oh, how long have you been in the industry for? Nine years? And I said, no, nine months. And they said, oh, I've been in the industry for 17 years and I've never got that award. And it really I knew that this was a good business for me then. Yeah. Um, and I very quickly outgrew that office and then I was looking towards what can I do next? And mm-hmm. so that's why the people from Newcastle who kept on kept. Kept on at me, um, made that offer, and I ended up here in Newcastle. And this is yeah. my hometown. So oh, I, I was, was just going to ask
0: it. you that. I was going to ask you that. So, so, and it, you're what we would call a calibrator profile um, and under the Agent Dynamics system. And one thing that um, it's really interesting because uh, in our experience, it's probably the least number of calibrator profiles in the industry, as in terms of a yeah. percentage.
1: Which is probably why they didn't want to hire me. Yeah, which is really
0: interesting. So I guess the thing is, anyone can be successful, absolutely, providing that they number one is is so two things: natural energy and skill. Providing that they do it their way. Yes, exactly. And it's it's really important. And and I've been to your home, right? Come and stay with you, and I've really had a, a, a really good look under the bonnet of how you actually run your business, and it's so efficient. Yeah. and and there's you're very clear and we'll talk about your goals in a minute you're really really clear around really looking for the most effective way and the smartest way to do business yeah uh, which I'm,
1: I'm always looking for how to improve things and it's it's not just with business it's with absolutely everything I know. If, yeah. you know you know you've known me for a very long time and in the business that we were in before you know it was you know like i have this this thirst and this desire um to improve anything. It can be a garden, it can be somebody's face, it can be their hair, it can be um, absolutely anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's just the natural gift that you've got, right? And that's, Mm. you know, and that's really like when we look at and we talk about contribution, the maximum contribution that you can deliver. Mm. And sadly in this industry, um, and I and I've worked with many really high performing agents, and this, the story they say is that I was told I was unsuitable because of my profile. And right. profile is not about putting you in a box. It's actually to liberate you and to, you know what? To get you into, into this business, home. the real
1: estate business, anybody can do this business, no matter what your profile is, no matter what your characteristics are, no matter whatever, everyone has a different style. When you look at the successful people in this business, they're so diverse.
0: Absolutely. They're Absolutely. so diverse. Yeah.
1: And so the the best thing, um, you know, that that I could, you know, the best bit of advice that I could give to anybody would be, you know, be authentic, be yourself and do it your way, um, but be very diligent and, and do what you say you're going to do.
0: Yeah. It's not hard, is it?
1: No, it's not. It's not rocket science. It's yeah. just... Um, and it and it's the business that gives you so much opportunity. Um, you know, I, I wish I had have started a long time ago because, as I said, I came very late to real estate, mm-hmm. and because I had this preconceived idea that you know that it was impossible for a single female um, with with a two and a three year old with no support network around me to be able to do this business. But looking back, I kind of wished I had have you know said to myself what's the worst thing that can happen just try it and and see you know Um, but then again I mean it's a double-edged sword because then you think well you know all those other things that I've done between then and now has made me the person that I am and I think 100%. that I'm a much better consultant a much better salesperson a much better because I do property management as well yeah um and a, and a director and a principal and and all of that because of all the experience that I've had along the way so who knows yeah. I mean yeah I think you end up being where you are
0: yeah I'm gonna actually go a bit off topic to what we normally um do because I think it's really important because um You've created a business that financially is very sustainable. You've been exceptionally smart. You've run a very lean machine. You've been clear. You've been very adaptable to the market as to what uh, you need to do next. And I know that we had a a great conversation yesterday um, about your future plans and and what you're going to do because I think what a lot of people are really involved in the now in real estate they're really like, what you know, what what's happening now? What do I need to do to create success now? But we had a really good conversation because, you, you know, talking about what is the plan, the smartest plan, um, financially smart, lifestyle smart yeah. in terms of running a business mm-hmm. and actually not just being stuck in that business and being boxed in that business, but using that business as a vehicle. Talk us and through that, a little
1: bit. Let's that's talk the word about that, that I like to use is vehicle. Cool. And that's yeah. exactly what I do. And it's it's thinking that way that that opens up so much more opportunity. So, when I first started this business and I was talking about lifestyle, one of the reasons for that was because I worked for a company that would only give me, um, I had to take three weeks' annual leave at Christmas time, no matter what. And I like to travel. It's one of my passions. And I particularly like to travel overseas. So, you know, to go overseas at Christmas time is their winter, it didn't suit me. Um, so, one of the things that I wanted to do was I wanted to take control and have the choice of when I wanted to travel. So, too, that's very expensive to go at Christmas
0: time. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know,
1: like I wanted to be able to have that. And the very first year that I was in business for myself, I have planned to take six weeks annual leave. Um, Most times now it's between six and eight weeks annual leave. Although COVID has put a bit of a push on that. It
0: has, hasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, So, you know, like I can't, I can't do that for the last two years. Um, And I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to being able to travel again, but I wanted to have that flexibility. So, And as you said before, my profile is not the normal kind of profile of an average, if we can say that, kind of sales consultant or real estate agent. And most people think that I'm an extrovert when in actual fact I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. And because I'm an introvert, I don't like picking up the phone and I don't like ringing people, and especially if I don't have any reason to. So my thought process was that I needed to create a reason to do that. And in every job I've ever had, I have designed systems. And so I would call myself a systemologist. Mm -hmm. And I have right from the very beginning of starting this business, all of my failures or shortfalls or whatever it was that I thought I wasn't good enough in, I would create a system around to make me do it.
0: Yeah, wow, that's very cool.
1: Yeah, and I still use those systems today.
0: You're very systemized, Like, And and what that's allowed you to do is it's given you freedom, you know.
1: Well, um, it does allow freedom. <clears throat> um, and the other thing that I did along with all of that is rather than employing people, I outsourced everything. So I outs- outsourced a, a letterbox dropper. I outsourced um, my VA is in the Philippines. Um, I outsourced, um, you know, all all my signage and things like that. I don't warehouse any signs. I don't have anyone put them up. I just pay other companies to do all of this. And it's quite smart to do that because it actually becomes very efficient. Um, And if things go wrong, you're not paying a staff member to go out and fix it up again. That company has to fix it up. At their cost, not mm-hmm. my cost. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of the things that I've done right from the very beginning. Um, and if we can backtrack a little bit, like my first job when I went out into the big wide world was that I was an accountant. So I'm a financial controller. I was a, a, I ran three companies all at the same time. And um, so I understand the mechanics of, of running a business behind the scenes as well as being a salesperson.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and tell us about um I guess how we're at the point that you're at so eight years down the track yeah. of your of your business, and talk us through your plan of how to be really smart in this business and to create um, future wealth.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> eight years down the track, I actually find myself completely debt free, um, which is. Only just happened yesterday.
0: Actually. No, congratulations! My I remember. I, I remember that when I was in Newcastle visiting you, you bought the property that you're in now. That yeah, was. Um, did. That was uh, yeah. So it was um, great. Yeah. Went to some open homes with you and and all. all of, we we had a bit of fun together, which was we really did. great. So yes, yeah. yeah, so as you know, that, however many years ago, I think five years ago, you took on you know a considerable amount of debt. Yes. And you've worked really diligently and very smartly yes. By, and um, operating your business with being very profit focused.
1: Yeah, it's for me being an accountant, it's all about the bottom line. And, uh, you know, I think that in this business, it's very easy to um, spend money, which doesn't give you any return. And so I've, I think that's probably one of the things that has helped me so, so well um is is having that accounting background and and understanding you know like in in those days I used to be able to look at someone's books and go okay I know what the problem is and it's this 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 you fix yeah. that and you'll be yeah. right you know sort yeah. of thing yeah. um and that's what accountants do you know uh, so when I started this business it was find the best accountant in the area because I knew that I wasn't even though I was very skilled at doing that I needed to be doing other things to, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. what we call dollar-producing activities. And uh, so you find the best bookkeeper, you find the best accountant, you find the best um, and reliable door knocker, uh, you know, um, letterbox droppers, you find, you know, and you work with those people. And the other thing that is really, really smart that I find baffling that a lot of agencies don't do is, you pay those people in seven days or you pay them straight away. You mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. wait 30 or 60 days, which is what I hear most of them saying. Oh, I don't get paid for 60 days. Um, yeah. And, and I say, well, but that's not right. So developing, paying them means that, you know, they want to develop a better relationship with you and they're always Correct. going to put you forward before that's absolutely any, right. any of your that's other right. people. Yeah. So, you know, it's just all these you've often heard people talk about the one percenters you do Mm -hmm. one percent here one percent there another percent here another percent there and before you know it there's a 10 percent increase or Mm -hmm. or you know um, improvement in your business that makes it far more efficient that allows you the time to do the things that you like to do Mm -hmm. and for me I mean it's I I don't know of anyone who works their business the way that I do um and I'm probably going to get shot down for saying this but you know like I take a two-hour break in the middle of the day and I go and cook my main meal of the day and I eat it and I watch the midday movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I find that I'm far more productive if I have a good nice break and I do something that I love doing so you know like my creative juices is that you know like I love to dance I love to cook I love to garden um, and I love to travel you know and if I'm not doing those things and it's just work 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 I'm no longer in my flow I'm no longer a happy person and that projects onto absolutely everybody so you know like my goal in my business is to remain happy
0: yeah what a great goal what a great goal and I'll just jump in when you talk about the one percenters and I'm not sure whether you've you've read it or not but it's a fantastic book and I recommend everyone get it Uh, it's two books I'm going to recommend the first one is is called Atomic Habits by James Clear right right? and he talks about talks about the one percenters yeah right it's a fabulous book and he talks also about us because everything that we do up to this point is a habit right so it's either a habit that serves us or as a habit that really um, diminishes your quality of life,
1: right? Okay. And to,
0: to truly change your habit is you need to change the internal identity of who how you see yourself, mm. right? I take weight loss as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people go uh, and they want to lose weight, they see it as a diet, and they see it that they have to have like willpower to do that, right? right however if you have the focus and the internal driver around health and the identity that you see yourself as internally Mm. and the who you actually are um, as a healthy fit slim person Mm -hmm. the results are quite dramatic in your favor yeah rather than doing something that you're just changing things externally yeah right and it's a diet and both of us have been on a journey and, and we've lost a you know, considerable amount of of weight. It's about keeping it off long term. Yeah, exactly. I'm now like I'm three years at my goal weight, um, and I always grew up. But my motivation was I never wanted to be the fat mother of the bride in the wedding photos when my right. kids got married. Right? Yeah, it was an internal identity, mm-hmm. and then it shifted into into a um, into a, a health focus. A lifestyle ha- habit. I, I, particularly looking after Pete. You know, I needed to be healthy to be able to lift him and yes. do all of those things. Yeah. So I really recommend that that book for reading. And the second book is by Greg McEwan, and it's called Essentialism. Okay. Right. And um, there's a great, um, and I'll put, I'll actually put the links of those into the into the notes today, um, and I know post up a little video as well, um, which is just a, it's a, it's a. Graphic representation of what Greg's got, and it's like learning to say no and looking at what are the mm-hmm. what are the things that are going to really move the needle. Um, and, and of course, I always it, it is always about for me, it's about maximizing the contribution through understanding your profile, and learning yes. to say no, yes right? And that way, you can be authentic to who you are. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Hundred percent. We have to continually learn and skill ourselves. Because if you're not and you're not, you know, focused, it's also having clarity of vision, okay? Which you know, you're very clear in In terms of this is what I want my life to look like. Yeah. And you've been very. I've known you for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've always been really authentic to that. And I see you like the thermomix queen. I see you traveling. <laughs> I see you. I see you dancing. I see. I see that you're actually living life. Yes. Where so many people compartmentalize and they say i have to work to have a life but they get so caught up and they become obsessive Mm. this happened to me in real estate right you become very one-dimensional and you can't have a normal
1: conversation i think this industry does breed that though and Mm. that's probably one of the things that i don't like about the industry is that you know like you can and you know like i've listened to so many coaches within the industry and it just frustrates me so much that all they focus on is that in order for you to be successful, it's all measured by how many sales you're doing. And, you know, um, like the the, the GCI, the, the, yeah. how yeah. much money that, you, you know, and for me, it's never been about the money. For me, mm. it's always been the lifestyle balance. And so, you know, like a lot of what they talk about, I just switch off because it doesn't make any sense to me yeah. at yeah. all.
0: And I think, you know, too, and with the work that I do, you know, my coaching, it, it that, that just becomes an end result, right? Because when, when you have improvement in other areas of your life, you're actually happy mm. and you feel like that you're that you're having a massive contribution to yourself, to your clients. Yep. You know, they're the things that really count
1: well Thank there's you. that old saying you know um you help enough people get what they want and you will get what you want
0: yeah and so absolutely. you know
1: like real estate is a perfect vehicle for that yeah. you help enough people to do what they want to do and the, the money just comes it just keeps yeah. on coming yeah. in
0: and it's about being smart with the money right
1: yeah yeah and that's the thing cool. and that's the distinction and going back to you know like I I don't think I've finished answering the question that you mentioned before, and it's about goals and the vision of where the business is going to and so forth. Because I set the business up the way that I did with all the systems, it means that I can upscale the business at any time in any, any way that I want, because I actually wrote manual, like every single job task that I did right from the very beginning, I actually wrote a procedure for it. So, so when I started with my VA, which I've had right from the very beginning, um, I've just passed that procedure on to the VA and they've been able to do it. And then when the VA leaves, because they do, they find another position, they, they, they move companies and so forth, just like staff do yeah and so those procedures are already locked in so it's quite easy for the next VA to just pick up where the last one left off so I don't have that disruption I don't have to train and teach them again which can take months to do and and that is very um you know that'll drain your finances fairly quickly as well yes but so you know the the long-term thing is that I could upgrade I could. Supercharge this business today if I chose to do so. I've never really seen myself as having a big office, and that was the great thing about one agency is that you it's very, very flexible. You can be a solo person. You can have a small team. You can have, you know, like just a supportive team, and you just be the the person out front. You can have a whole team, or you can have an existing agency and then just rebrand. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's very, very flexible. And where I find myself today is that um, being debt free, I've got too much money and I've got to find ways of being able to spend it. So the last discussion that I had with my accountant was I was saying, well, I think now because property management has grown so much um, and I can still handle it on my own, but, you know, it would easily pay for somebody else to do it. And I know as soon as I put on one person, the business will just explode. And and I have no hesitation or no, um, I honestly believe that it would triple very, very quickly. And I would have the uh, capacity to do that as well because of the systems that are in place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I was talking to the accountant about, okay, so um, rather than having someone come in because I work from home, rather than having someone come into my home, maybe what I need to start thinking about is like a hole in the wall um, so that it doesn't need to be a big premises. It just needs to be something that can have at least one, to, you know, and have room for four people to go into in the future, but where tradies can come and pick up keys and, and so forth. Um, and so we started planning and talking about that. Well, I've been looking for the last six months and I have not been able to find a commercial premises that would be suitable for for that. They're either too big or they're warehouses or they're in areas that um, are outside my licensed one agency area. And so it, it just hasn't happened. And so then I started to think, well, if I find a residential property that has a granny flat attached to it or a you know, um, something completely separate from mm-hmm. the rest of the house that that could do that. Then it's purchasing, you know, say so a million dollar home, and then you've got an extra three hundred thousand, which I would have spent on a a commercial property. Maybe I buy a one point three million dollar home um, and and do it that way. But in today's market, that's really difficult as well. Um, so I'm kind of at the precipice at the moment I can keep on doing what I'm doing and enjoying life and feeling happy and all the rest of it or I can grow the business and you know as I mentioned before I've started this business what I consider late in life but this is the kind of business that you can ramp up drop back it's very very flexible so I'm I've got a few options available to me at the moment um, but one thing I really do know is that I could never ever ever go back to working for somebody else ever again because I have so much freedom and I earn so much more more money now mm-hmm, for doing mm-hmm. nowhere near as many hours yes. and I have a life
0: and I think I'll I think there's a, a really important um, distinction I'm just going to make there is that because of who you are, your profile, and that you're very good at working autonomously. Yes. Right. There are people that are on the other side of the compass that they need to have people around them. And I think this is probably the, you know, and this is in no way, shape, or form, like an advertisement for Agent Dynamics, but it's just some really good sound advice. Know yourself and know what's going to be the most efficient and effective way that you can run your business. Mm. And if you are going to have people support you, get the right people it's well the i know cost, that. right
1: I, I, yeah i know that when i did the profile with you um, it was like so many aha moments because you go oh that's the reason why i do that oh you know? and and it just made total sense and i guess from that it gives you a level of confidence to say you know what I am good enough because Um, 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 that was one of the things, you know, like that pushed me into running my own business is that I did cop a lot of abuse um, and interrogation, um, particularly to do with my integrity and how I worked. And I was bullied, um, not by other salespeople within the office, but actually the owners of the business. And there were three of them. And because they all had different personalities, we know as salespeople in order to, you know, um, be successful in a conversation and, you um, you need to align yourself with someone so if their personality is is hyper you need to elevate a little bit if they're you know a little bit more stayed back you need to tone it down a little bit so we learn to become chameleons in in um being sales consultants but when i had a meeting with my my directors the principals of the business they all had different personalities so i was in a no win situation all the time yeah and um you know this is very personal, but I don't mind sharing with you that I was actually suicidal. Wow. And I was seeing a psychologist for six months before I left and six months after. And for the first two months after I left them, I didn't even get out of bed for two months. Wow. Before I started the business. And um, so, you know, like starting from absolutely nothing with no confidence, no systems in place, no nothing to building a very successful business in such a short time. I actually, by the time I got my act together, my first full year of working was only nine months. And um, I actually earned more money in my nine months than what I did selling 57 houses for the other, other agency that I was working with. And then the next year after that was doubled. The year after that I ended up buying the house and then, you know, it's just progressed and progressed and progressed. And yeah. I can say that even though it was a very traumatic and um, bad situation, it was the best thing that happened to me. Yeah. it's and very I actually, character building,
0: isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I actually um, I'm, I'm very grateful yeah. that that happened you know, because I wouldn't be here today if that wasn't the case. Yeah.
0: I think we sort of covered off all of the questions I would normally ask (laughs) and and, and I've actually so much enjoyed just catching up and just, um, yeah, just going through your journey, which has been, like, really, really incredible. And I think that I really feel this this is gold, right? There is so much information in it. And I think that... um, I think that when I think that there's going to be so many takeaways for people. I just feel and- really
1: privileged that you know, like that you that I've been selected um, and to talk to you and and your viewers about this because um, often people who are in my situation, who are not the number one consultant in the area, who are not doing high volume, who are you know not are uh, seen to be less than successful. And in my own eyes, I know I am successful. Absolutely. So I, I thank Absolutely. you for that because I, hopefully someone who's watching um, may get inspired by that as well.
0: I have no doubt about that at all, Annette Pinkerton. Thank you so much. It has thank been you. an absolute, absolute pleasure. And I'm so excited about sharing this on Thursday morning. Mm,
1: thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, I You know, I love you. I uh, love what you do. And, um, and yeah, I just am very grateful to be um, in this with you.